Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. As we are in our season of healing, just so you know, we are worshiping on campus and making sure that our worship experiences are safe and sanitary. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message. Stand across the room. Who would admit today that the Lord has been mighty good to you? Come on. Let me hear from you if God's been good to you. Listen, I don't believe that anything seals the deal for victory in your life and gets you ready for breakthrough, as does giving God praise. When I think about how good the Lord has been to me, I just have to praise Him. When you praise the Lord, you're declaring, my confidence is not in my ability, it's not in my resources, it's not in my works, it's not in my connections, it's not in my possessions. But when you praise the Lord, here's what you're saying, Lord, everything I have in my life, I have it because you're good. And everything that's coming, it's coming because you're good. I dare you right now, if you're thankful for everything you have in your life and you know God gave it to you, one, two, three, give him a little praise right now. And if you know everything that's on the way, he's gonna provide it. Come on, really give him a praise right now. I wanna talk to you about praise. I'm in this series called Testing Positive. I made up my mind that when I get through this season and we're coming through it, I'm not gonna be negative, I'm gonna be positive. If you wanna be negative, you're gonna have to find somebody else to be negative with because I'm more than a conqueror. I'm the head and not the tail. I got about 12 people here and I'm coming through with victory. How many of you wanna come into the next season with more victory than you've ever had? So last week we learned about Shabbat. Anybody got a Shabbat praise? And then we learned about hallelujah, halil, yah, halil to Yahweh. That means to boast in the Lord. It means to praise the Lord. So we're going to go a little bit deeper. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. All right, let's go. Psalms 47 says, oh, clap your hands, all you people. Now, now come on. I hope y'all don't let first service out, do ya? I'm gonna tell you first service just clapped and carried on when I said that. So, oh, clap your hands, almost all you people. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Okay, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Some of y'all said, I, I, I'm not sure about shouting. Well, at least go woo-hoo, just, uh, just. Okay, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God. Let's do it. Here we go. With a voice of triumph. I'm not defeated. I have a voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is awesome. Isn't the Lord awesome? I said, isn't he awesome? He is a great king over all the earth. He will subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. I love verse 4. He will choose our inheritance for us. The excellence of Jacob, whom he loves, Selah. God has gone up with a shout. The Lord with the sound of the trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. He 
said, just don't clap, know why you're clapping. Just don't raise your hands, know why you're praising your, raising your hands. Don't just shout, know why you're shouting. He said, praise with understanding. How many of you understand today that you are blessed? Come on. All right. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people have gathered together. The people of the God of Abraham for the shields of the earth, the protective power of the earth belong to God. Here it is, four more words. He is greatly exalted. I dare you to greatly exalt him right now. Come on. Come on, how about you folks over here? Can y'all just greatly exalt him in this area? How about over here? Can you greatly exalt him? All right. I, I don't believe anything will, will seal the deal in your life like praising God. And I'm going to teach for a few minutes along these lines. Nail it down. I believe today as you praise the Lord, you're about to nail some things down. You're going to nail a new season down because you're going to attract his presence and he's going to give you power to rise above the attack, the issues, the problems, the, 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 the resistance that the enemy has brought against you. You're about to nail some things down. You're going to nail down a new season, an open door. Hallelujah. Healing breakthrough. Who's ready to nail some things down? Are you ready? Father, we just slip up our hands today and we tell you, have your way. We love you so much and we give you praise, God. You have been so good to us and we sing praises this morning in Jesus' name. Now, if you love the Lord, one, two, three, give him a little praise right now. Amen. Before you sit down, tell two or three people, say, nail it down. Nail it down. Nail it down. I love to praise the Lord, y'all. I'm a, I'm a worshiper. It's just kind of who I am. It, it, when I think about the goodness of Jesus, it makes me want to praise him. And I don't clap just to, to be busy. I don't shout just to make noise. But there's a purpose behind my praise. There's an agenda when we praise the Lord. You've got to understand that when we start praising God in here and we start giving him glory, it has nothing to do with trying to work people up. It's not about working man up. It's about bringing heaven down. And see, praise is what God desires. Praise is what he wants. And so in this text, I want to show you some very powerful truths because really this Psalms 47 is one of my favorite chapters in all the Bible. Now, David wrote the majority of the book of Psalms, but there were about 10 chapters who were written by a group of men called the sons of Korah. Now, these men would have been connected in the family lineage to the same Korah that rebelled in number 16 against Moses and against God. If you remember the story, the ground opened up and swallowed Korah and his family and all those that were caught up in that rebellion. Ironically, it was, it was Korah who was Moses' cousin who rebelled against Moses and, and, and 
rose up against him. He rebelled against his own cousin because he was jealous. The truth is, sometimes your own family won't even stand with you. Sometimes your own family won't even support you. But there comes a point where you have to say like Moses said, even if my family, even if my cousin is against me, my father is on my side. Hallelujah. I wonder if there's anybody here today who believes that your father is on your side, your heavenly father. Now it was in this, this place, in this setting that the sons of Korah rose up and, and began to write these Psalms in the times of David and in the days of Israel. And it's, it's amazing to me because it seemed that there were some sons of Korah who separated themselves from their dad's folly. They separated themselves from their dad's rebellion and they said, y'all you can go crazy, but we're not. We're going to stay with Jehovah. The truth is, there are some of us in this room, we've made up in our minds, we don't care who loses their way, who, who rebels, who goes crazy. I'm separating myself from the drama, and I have decided to follow Jesus. Is there anybody here that's made up in your mind, no matter what, I'm going to follow the Lord? This is what the sons of Korah, there was a group of Korah's family who said, no, no, don't count us in with that mess. We are not going to rebel against Moses or Jehovah. And these descendants of Korah, I love this, they are the ones who joined up in David's army and then they became doorkeepers and worship leaders and psalmists in the house of the Lord. Now don't miss this. One of the reasons that the Korahites, the descendants of Korah, praised the Lord the way they did is because they knew where they had come from. They could not forget how good God had been to them. And the pit that had swallowed up their ancestors did not swallow them up. See, there are pits and pitfalls and stuff that took out your cousin, but it didn't get you. Come on, somebody. There are things that took out your family, but it didn't kick you. Maybe it got mom and them, but it didn't get you. Truth is, there are some generational things, some familiar spirits that wanted to attach themselves to you and tried to create destruction in your life but just like the sons of Korah what got others in your family never got you Come on now, some of y'all are trying to deny some of the drama that's in your family. When I, when I travel, I usually sell two of my books. I have Hell Spells and Dream Killers, and I always call it a family reunion special. I say you buy one and you for normal price and you get one half off. And people say, why is that a family reunion special? You buy one book for normal price and you get one for half off because you know everybody in your family, for every one that's normal, one of them's half off. Can I get a witness that the truth is there are things that suck some of your family in there are things that came on some of your family it will not come on you I want to tell you there are generational things that are gonna break right now in your life that will never visit you why not stop right now and give God some praise that in the name of Jesus every generational curse is broken off of you it's broken off of your children and it's broken off of your children 
children's children. Depression is not coming on me and it's not coming on my children. Addiction is not coming on me and it's not coming on my children. I'm telling you there may have been some generational curses that tried to travel and get on me but I break it in the mighty name of the Lord and I declare generational blessings when these sons of Korah began to think about where the Lord had brought them from and now they're blessed. Hallelujah. If the devil would have had his way, you wouldn't be here today, but hadn't the Lord been good to you? I'm telling you, my children better be glad that I'm their daddy because generational blessings are coming on my daughters. I declare generational blessings are coming on my son. Come on, I adopted him years ago. Adopt is two words. It means add and up. I opted to add him into my family, and we are adopted into the family of God. When come on now we've been adopted into the family of God when I added Peyton I opted to add him let me tell you every blessing that's come on my life is coming on his he's going to be victorious he's going to come on somebody he's going to be anointed I declare in the mighty name of Jesus come on I'm not teaching yet I'm just kind of feeling it give it I'll jump back on but I feel this I break every generational curse every generational iniquity off of you and I declare that your children and your children's children and your children's children's children shall be blessed if you receive blessing and breakthrough one two three give God a mighty praise these men weren't bound they were free and the enemy doesn't want you to get free and if you get free he doesn't want you to stay free so it was these radically freed men who remembered where they could have been, who wrote the words, clap your hands, all ye people, are you ready? And shout unto God with a voice of triumph. See, they wrote that with the knowledge of where they woulda, coulda, or shoulda been. They wrote that with the knowledge of where their lives could have landed but didn't. See, your praise is different when you remember where you could have been. Hallelujah. Your praise is different when you remember, I shouldn't even be here today. I woulda, coulda, shoulda been somewhere else. I shoulda been bound up, but instead I'm free. Now, if you want to test positive and turn a negative season around, just begin to praise God over where and what you could have been, but you're not because of the goodness of the Lord. I better say that again. I, I, I don't know. Maybe you forgot. But if you know you could be somewhere else, if the enemy would have had his way, you would not be in this room today. But the Lord has been good to you. That's what the sons of Korah said. They said, when we think about what our ancestors did, when we think about how we navigated through what we navigated through, here's what we need to do. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph see nobody can praise you like you but you because nobody understands your story like you understand your story so I'm gonna move forward but I need the people who know that maybe you're sitting right here today and you are a miracle one two three clap your hands and shout unto God come on 
We're not being emotional. I'm not looking for a rise. I'm looking for somebody who's thankful. So clap your hands and shout unto God and show the Lord, I appreciate you, Lord. This is powerful because what I see here are people who don't have a perfect background. Come on now, these sons of Korah. They didn't get everything right. But what I'm a living witness of is the fact that God doesn't hold grudges. How many of you know there's some people that will be mad at you over what your sister-in-law did? They'll hold grudges against you over what someone else did. But what I love about this text right here is that we find out that God does not hold grudges. Have you ever had people say, well, you know what? I forgive you. I'm going to bury the hatchet. But then they leave the handle of the hatchet sticking out of the ground. And then about the time you aggravate them, they go get that hatchet and hit you in the head with it. Yeah, I forgave you, and then you have a disagreement about where you're going to go to eat. And then all of a sudden, they say, yeah, but you remember back in 2007, y'all ain't saying nothing. And they'll pull that stuff out. But I'm so glad that as far as the east is from the west, so far has the Lord removed my transgressions away from me. And I'm telling you, God's not going to hold you captive based on what your dad was, or your mom was, or your sister was, or your brother was these sons of Korah they were descendants of the Lord and they became doorkeepers in the house of the Lord God said I've got a plan for you even though you may have come from a hard place I've got a plan for you and they protected the presence of God isn't that amazing that their father the ones that came before them they rebelled against the presence of God but here God said now I'm going to make you a protector of the presence of God. I'm telling you, God can flip the script in your life. He can turn things around so much so where what was bondage to one generation will be freedom to the next. I feel this in my spirit. So these men of Korah, they wrote this beautiful amazing chapter out of a sense of gratefulness when they said oh clap your hands all you people shout unto God with a voice of triumph they were saying we've gotten victory over so much that we shouldn't have victory over but then they they say in the fourth verse and this is so powerful to me they said he will choose our inheritance for us the excellence of Jacob whom he loves Selah that just blesses me right down to my toenails hallelujah he will choose our inheritance for us now this is amazing the bible says here he'll choose it he in other words he knows what you need he knows what you want and the bible said he'll choose it because he loves us we are the we we are the excellence of jacob that's israel that that and we are a part of israel we've been grafted into the vine because of the blood of Jesus Christ and the Bible said he'll choose the inheritance for us have you ever had somebody buy you something and you didn't even like it 
Okay, look straight ahead because some of you are married to that person. Can I get a witness? Yeah, they buy you something. You, you don't even know me. I don't even like that. And you wind up regifting it a couple months later. But you see, the Bible said before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. He said, I knew exactly what you would need. I knew exactly what it would be required to bring you joy, peace, power, and breakthrough. So I chose your inheritance for you. I'm so glad that I serve a God who chose my inheritance for me. That means he knows me. He knows what I like. He, oh, come on now. He knew the kind of woman I like, so he gave me you, Don. Hallelujah. He knew the church I needed, so he gave me this church. I could be anywhere, but I'm right here in Ormond Beach, Florida. I'm trying to tell you God knows what you need. God knows what you love, and he wants to... Mm, some of y'all say, well, Pastor Rayleigh, the Lord is not for us. The Lord is not on our side. The devil is a liar. The Lord loves you, and he actually has breakthrough in mind for you. If you believe that, come on, give him a praise right now. The Bible says that he chose the inheritance for you. Now, an inheritance is something you're entitled to when you're named in a will. You say, well, Pastor Rayleigh, I know nothing about an inheritance, and I know nothing about a will. If you could please fill me in, I'd like to know about this will. God, I, if, I'm in, if you're in the will, how many of you want to know if you're in a will? Come on. Okay, 12 of y'all, I'm about to have to give an altar call. If you're in a will, and it's a lot of blessings for you in that will, make a little noise if you want to know about it. Okay, now remember, the Bible said in Psalms 84, 11, that no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. He chose the, the inheritance because he loves us. You say, well, Pastor Riley, I don't know about an inheritance, and I don't know anything about the will. Can you tell me about this will? Where is the will at? Are you ready? The Bible, your Bible is your will, and it outlines your inheritance. That means everything that this Bible says is yours is yours if it says healing is yours healing is yours power is yours breakthrough is yours the salvation of your children is yours it's in the wheel tell your neighbor it's in the wheel yeah yeah power is in the wheel joy is in the wheel freedom is in the wheel breakthrough is in the wheel revival is in the wheel peace is in the wheel salvation is in the wheel listen it's in the wheel you got access to angels it's in the will. You say, well, Pastor Riley, I don't know about that. You know, you know, the devil, the devil's powerful. That devil, that devil, that devil, that devil said this and that devil said that. My God, why do you want to quote a liar? Well, the devil, Pastor, the devil. Can I tell you that angels are power, more powerful than demons? I have three people that believe it. Did you know that when at the end of the tribulation, there is going to be one angel, not an archangel, not Jesus, not the Holy, one angel, one angel is going to roll the devil up like a ball and throw him into the fiery furnace, throw him into the lake of fire. One devil, just one devil will throw... One angel will throw the devil into the lake of fire, just one. And you want to know some good news? The Bible says that he will give his 
angels, plural, charge over you. I'm trying to tell you that if one angel can take care of the devil himself and roll him up like a ball and throw him into the into the lake of fire how many of you believe since it's in the wheel that you're taken care of make a little noise if you believe it tell your neighbor it's in the wheel so so here it is the bible is your wheel now now jesus wrote the wheel because all scripture is god breathed so he wrote the wheel and outlines everything in your inheritance but we know that a will can't be executed and brought into reality until the one who wrote the will dies. So number one, Jesus wrote the will because all scripture is God breathed. But then secondly, Jesus died so the will could be activated. When he died on the cross, it activated healing, deliverance, power, breakthrough. But not only that, Jesus rose from the dead to become the executor of his own will and to make sure that every aspect of the will is enforced and to ensure that his church possesses entirety in its entirety all that is promised in the inheritance. So Jesus wrote the will. He died to bring it to pass. He rose from the dead. He seated at the right hand of the father and when they say he's sick oh well let me just a minute father with his stripes they are healed but their families lost wait a minute father here's what the will says as for me and my house we will serve the lord oh but they're under attack oh here it is father no weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper if we're glad that he is seated at the right hand of the father and he's making this will a reality in your life one two Two, three, give him praise. Here you go. Give God praise because you've been chosen, remembered, and selected to receive every promise in the wheel. Come on, bring it up in the path, in the back. Put your hand on your chest and say this. Give, all right, say, I praise the Lord that I've been chosen remembered and selected to receive every promise in the will say it again say i praise god because i've been chosen remembered and selected to receive every promise in the will if you believe that give god a mighty praise Okay, now the Bible says you're not only heirs, but you are joint heirs. You say, what's the difference between an heir and a joint heir? An heir has access to a piece of the pie. In other words, you get a portion of the estate, but an heir only has, has access to certain parts of the will of the inheritance. But a joint heir has access, access to everything in the will. So that means whatever is in the will, I've got access to it. There are some denominational structures that they preach, well, you get saved and that's about it. You get saved and you better be glad you got that. You're saved and just be happy about that. You're going to be miserable, but at least you're saved. You can't have joy, but at least you're saved. 
You don't have any power, but at least you say, bless the Lord, hallelujah. You, 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 can't, you can't have a breakthrough, but at least you're saved. You're going to be broke all your life and barely survive, but at least you're saved. Listen, the devil is a liar. I'm thankful that I got salvation, but when I look at my will, salvation is in the will. Joy is in the will. Power is in the will. Prosperity is in the will. Healing is in the will. Oh, clap your hands, all you people shout unto God with a voice of triumph the Lord has chosen the inheritance for the people that he loves I dare you right now if you believe you got access to the whole wheel why don't you open up your mouth and give God praise right now oh Jesus oh Jesus I die I don't want that miserable version of Christianity where I'm defeated and doubtful I just, I'm just I'm just gonna no, know I am not going to just survive it's in the wheel the Lord is on my side and even if I have to go through the valley of the shadow of death you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me and you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies my cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life have you ever known people that just worked real hard to be miserable come on they worked hard to be defeated I, I didn't just get saved to just be saved I don't want to just limp into heaven saying oh God I'm about to date myself Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Y'all don't know about hee haw. Deep, dark depression. We had to watch it every Saturday night at my house. Incessant misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. All y'all ain't 12 years old. And there's so much of the church that sits around and says gloom and despair and we're just gonna survive and the devil's doing this but then the devil's doing that but there is a generation that is about to rise up that's saying bring us revival bring us breakthrough bring us wonders bring us signs if you want access to the whole wheel open up your mouth and give god praise Now the Bible says he chose our inheritance for us, the excellence of Jacob, whom he loves, Selah. Now, there's a number of theories, Precious, about the background of this text. Some believe that the sons of Korah wrote this at the time when the Ark of the Covenant, which was the glory of God that had been away from Jerusalem for 20 years, the Philistines had stolen it, and then it winds up at a man named Obed-Edom's house. The glory had been departed from Israel for 20 years, but they bring it back, and David's dancing before the Lord. You remember the story? And they bring it back, and they put it on Mount Zion. They believe it could have happened here. Some say the background of the text was when David was crowned united king over all of Israel. Another, another thought is that it could have been written when the children of Israel defeated every enemy and they had peace on every side. Regardless of what it was, it represents a time when God had subdued their enemies under their feet. It represents a time when God had brought them victory and brought them great breakthrough. So they looked around and they looked at how good God had been to them. 
They looked at the breakthroughs that Israel was walking in now. They looked at the fact that they have overcome their enemies. The Jebusites, the, the Hivites, the Hittites, the Amalekites, the Amorites, the, the bad bossites. The, the crazy husbandites, come on now. The demon-possessed childrenites, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. The bill collectorites, they looked around and they said, all of our enemies have been subdued under the feet of the Lord. And then they said, oh, clap your hands. All ye people, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Oh, yeah, I feel this in my spirit. They looked around and they saw all this that had tried to defeat them and all this that had tried to destroy them and all this that said they never was going to make it and all this that contested their destiny and all this that had risen up to war against them. But they looked around and they said, yeah, God, you took care of this and God, you took care of that and Lord, you took care of this and Lord, you took care of that one and Lord, you dealt with that attack and God, you shielded us here and God, you empowered us here. Lord, the walls fell down here and the giants died here and the breakthrough came here and the victory came here. Shouldn't even be here, but Lord, I look around and there's peace on every side. So these sons of Korah said, clap your hands and shout unto God. See, see the word clap there. If you really look at it, clap means to draw attention to. He said, clap your hands. That's what they said. They said, draw attention to God. They said, we didn't save ourselves. We didn't bless ourselves. We didn't deliver ourselves. We didn't make a way for ourselves. We didn't change this season. So, but I got to See, when you clap, you don't clap for yourself. Anytime you clap, you're clapping to draw attention to somebody else. So they said, clap your hands and give God praise because everywhere around, he's given you victory after victory after. I dare you right now. Clap your hands. Clap your hands, all ye people. It was as if these men were saying, draw attention to God because it's him and him alone who gave us this breakthrough. <laughs> they said, God, you helped me here and 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 you silenced this folk and you dealt with this issue and you dealt with this problem and you dealt with that problem. So God, here's what I got to do. look at you like you're crazy right now but they don't know when I see this and when I see that and when I see this it was even more than that because when they clap 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 what they were saying was there's some things that we fought there's some battles that we fought there's some enemies that we engaged we're not going to fight with them anymore there are some battles that are over see there are some enemies we face in the past that have been completely subdued and we will face them no more clap 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 y'all don't make me come down there clap 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 how many of you can say there's some hell that I dealt with. There's some pits that I dealt with. There's some problems that I... There's some problems that I have. I'm not gonna have them anymore. One, two, three, clap, 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 clap. Draw attention to the Lord right now. So, so he said, clap your hands, all your people. 
shout unto God with a voice of triumph. You're clapping, you're drawing attention to God. Some of y'all ought to just go to work tomorrow, walk in and just go. I mean, right when you walk through the door, just go. What's up with you? I'm just giving him praise today. Hallelujah. Some of y'all needed, some of y'all gonna be with your family tonight. They've been getting on your nerves. Just walk in the room and go, hey. Oh, this is too radical for some of y'all. But I have made up in my mind, baby, that there's some battles I'm not gonna fight anymore. There's some drama I'm not gonna participate in. He said, clap your hands, all you people. Are you ready? Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. And then he said in the sixth verse, he said, sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises. Sing praises. Five times. Sing praises. Then he said, sing praises with understanding. He said, don't just make noise, sing praises. Don't just clap your hands, sing praises. He said, don't just be loud, sing praises with understanding. He said, don't just praise God, but know why you're praising God. Remember how far he brought you. Remember how good he's been to you. Praise is not just us getting together and going through and hearing some good music. Praise is not just us standing in here saying, well, that's nice, I think I'll praise him. No, when you praise the Lord, you are remembering number one what God has already done anytime you're praising God you're saying God I'm thanking you for what you've already done but you're also thank you Lord for what you've already done and then you're thanking him for what he's doing right now thank you Lord praise you for what you've done praise you for what you doing but now God I'm gonna go ahead and praise you because I believe that the best days are coming so I'm gonna clap my hands and shout unto God because there's there's some drama that's in my rearview mirror come on now five times the sons of Korah are admonishing admonishing the reader to, to, to sing praises to God now the word praise there it's a Hebrew word, zamar. Now we have one English word for praise, but the Hebrews love praise so much they had to have a whole bunch of words for praise. And this word, zamar, it, it's a powerful word. It means a prepared praise. It means a practiced praise. It means to play music skillfully. It means to sing with intense. It is a practice praise. It is a prepared praise. It's a praise that's got some thought in it. It's a praise that is a practice praise. Do you have a prepared praise? Do you have a practice praise? I, I, I don't mean that you have to play like these guys play, but is there anybody here that has a prepared praise? When you think about the Lord and how good he's been to you, there's something inside of you that says, well, I think I'll praise him. 
Hallelujah. And when you think about how far you've come, you have a prepared praise. If you got a praise just sitting right there, it's that prepared praise. It's that praise that you don't even need a stage. You don't need a keyboard. You don't, much as you love John, you don't even need John up in here leading worship. You can be riding down the road, start thinking about the goodness of Jesus and say, well, Lord, have mercy. Let me clap at the red light. It's that kind of praise that hits you when you're in Chick-fil-A and somebody gives you a coupon and you're standing there in line and you say, well, he double shot that. Come on, somebody. Let me give him a praise right now. There's some of y'all, y'all got a prepared praise. Some of y'all say, Pastor Rayleigh, it's just sitting right there. It's a praise that I practice. If you got a prepared praise, one, two, three, give him a praise right now. It's just... Yeah, yeah, watch this. Some of y'all say, well, I don't like, I go to Calvary. I was up there in that Calvary church, you know. I go to Calvary. They, they, so, they got them lights, and the lights is moving everywhere. People dancing up in there. They got that sound system. I don't know why they don't take all that. Don't take all that noise. Why they do that? They got all them musicians up there. They got all them singers up there. John singing. He sings so high, he sounds like a woman. I don't even know. And Dick Courtney, they singing. They on, they on TV. They're doing things with excellence you know why I, I'm telling you this uh, it don't have nothing to do with trying to impress anybody we're not we didn't put this stage up here trying to impress you these lights are not for you this sound system is not for you but we said God if we're gonna bring you a praise we want it to be a prepared praise so we're gonna give our very I'm giving you my best praise I said I'm giving you my best praise if you got a prepared praise for it one two three open your mouth and give him praise Oh, come on, I said, give him a prepared praise. Give him your best praise. So, Zamar means a prepared praise. It means a practice praise. It's a praise that you're familiar with. Now, how many of y'all think we have some of the best music in the world? Come on. Come on, let's let our whole team know how much we love and appreciate them. So, Zamar... It means to sing, and it means to play an instrument, and it means to prepare a praise. And it's found in Psalms 150, verse 1. It says, praise the Lord. Praise him in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Come on now. Praise him with the loop and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments. Praise him with the flutes. Praise him with the loud cymbals, come on. Praise him with the clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath, Zamar. He said, bring something that's prepared. I dare you right now, just jump on your feet and bring God a prepared praise. Hallelujah. You got your trunk. You got your. Get up here real quick. Whoa. Come on. It said praise him with the sound of the trumpet. It would have been this. You're ready now. Come on and praise him. It's my praise before the Lord. Band, do y'all got a praise? Let me hear a praise. 
sing the curse. Did you know in Ormond, about every week they have people that go over there and they play drums and they're inviting spirits into this into this region. They 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 spout incantations and they release curses. But right now I cancel out those drums and we play these drums that give God a praise. One two three, give Him a shout, Saint John. Big, but my 
my God is bigger. The situation is hard, but my God is greater. I dare you right now, don't be religious, don't do it for nobody around you, but let God know this is my taqwa, and bring him a ruah, and say, God, I thank you that I am more than a conqueror. I thank you that you are on my side. I clap and I shall ruah unto God. I bring a Zamar. I'm prepared to give you praise. Oh, come on. I feel things shifting right now. You're nailing it down. Nail it down. This week is going to be different. Nail it down. This season is going to be different. Nail it down. Takwa. Clap your hands. Some of y'all, you're gonna be riding down the road, sitting in the car, come to a stoplight, and all of a sudden you're gonna have to put it in park and just sit there at the car and go. You're gonna feel a ruah. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus! You'll be by yourself and you won't even care. You'll just say, God, this has nothing to do with the crowd. Hallelujah to your name. I'm nailing it down. It's a prepared praise. People say, Pastor Eddie, that's just emotional. And I'm emotional. But the truth is, if you can't be emotional about this about a prepared blessing about the fact that he chose your inheritance for you if there's something inside of you that when you look around God you've given me victory here you defeated my enemies here what swallowed up my mama didn't swallow me up what got my cousin didn't get me so I'll What's tried to, I, 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 I love my folks, but what was on them now, as much as I love them, I'm not letting that dysfunction come on me. That generational thing is not coming on me. I need, I need to close, but I want, I want to help you understand something. I wrote it in my book, Hell Spells. There's something called familiar spirits, and they can hang around in a family. If you look at the word familiar, familiar is linked to the word family. And there are spirits of depression, of manipulation, of addiction, of rebellion, of confusion that will literally, they come to family reunion. Come on. They're, fam they're family spirits. But just because it was on your family don't mean it's got to be on you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. 
I bless your holy name. You feel that? Just feel that glory enter the room right now. So the sons of Korah, God's about to just pour oil in this room. God's about, just cause you're worshiping and praising him, God said, I'm about to pour oil in this room. Strength, healing. You were supposed to be here today. I release over you breakthrough. <laughs> I come against everything that's tried to defeat you in this last season. God said, just remember what he's already done. God said, you came here because some stuff's about to be nailed down. Hallelujah. Stuff in your family. Stuff in your situation. Hallelujah. God's ministering to this woman right here. Why don't you raise your hands and say, Lord, just minister to me. If you're ministering to anybody, minister to me today. I said, minister to me today, Lord, I need you. So, so here's what happened. These guys sat down and they wrote this chapter fully aware of where they would have, could have, and should have been. Huh. So they said, clap your hands, all you people, shouting to God with a voice of triumph. They looked around. They brought God a Zamar, a prepared praise, because they know, man, where I am, I shouldn't even be here. If the devil would have had his way, I'd be mad. I'd be out. I'd quit. But Lord, I just thank you. Huh. And they said, so, Lord, even though Cora missed it, we want to say thank you that you helped us overcome all that. And now we're doorkeepers in the house of the Lord. And you gave us victory here. And you gave us victory here. And you gave us victory here. And we killed the giants here. And we overcame the Amalekites here. And we broke the back of the enemy here. And we... We, 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 we defeated the Philistines here and Goliath fell here. So Lord, we're going to just stop right now and nail it down and give you praise that there's some battles we fought, we'll never fight them again. I dare you right now, if there's some things that you dealt with, it's over. I said it's over. I said it's over. I heard the Lord say this battle is over. When I, when I think about the Lord, how he saved me, how he raised me, how he filled me with the Holy Ghost, how he healed me to the uttermost. When I think about the Lord, how he picked me up, turned me around, placed my feet on solid ground. Give me some keyboard. Oh, when I think about the Lord, how he saved me, how he raised me. Come on, y'all. How he filled me with the Holy Ghost, how he When I think about the Lord, how he picked me up, turned me around, and he placed my feet, come on y'all, 
Here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to test positive for praise. I want you to decide in your heart that you're going to be a person who will just clap. Just, just, just draw attention to God. Make mention that his name is exalted. Bring a ruah to God. Open your mouth once in a while. It's not about being emotional. It's not about trying to put on a show. It's about attracting God's presence. You say, well, Pastor Ray, you're trying to work people up. No, we don't work people up. We're trying to bring heaven down. And then bring a Zamar, a prepared praise. I decree and declare over you. Come on, let me speak over you. Raise your hands. That generational curses are broken. I declare in the mighty name of the Lord that there are some things that are about to be nailed down in the next season in your life. I declare breakthrough, victory, healing, things that you've wondered about, your praise, your attraction of the Lord is going to nail it down. As you ruah, as you shout, as you worship, as you praise, things are going to, listen, resistance is going to fall down and things are going to fall into place. I hear you, Lord. Raise your hands right now. I declare that in the next 30 days, things are falling into place. Come on, I feel a prophetic unction right there. I said in the next 30 days, things are falling into place. Opportunities for your business falling into place. Doors opening, falling into place. Rebellious children coming into the kingdom, falling into place. Things that you've been in litigation over, they're falling into place. Things that the enemy's tried to hold back as you worship the Lord, as you shout unto God. The Lord said they're not just going to fall down, they're going to fall into place. God said things are not going to fall apart, they're going to fall into place. Hallelujah, it's falling into place. Things in your family are falling into place. Things in your ministry are falling into place. Things in your business are falling into place. Hallelujah. It's falling into place. It's falling into place. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be a part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060 or you can give at calvaryfl.com slash give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.